0: This podcast is a Kitty Wing production. <coughs> Rockus
1: Marcus. Rockus Marcus. Marcus. My, high my, high my, high my high school iPod. My high school iPod. My high school iPod. My
0: high school iPod. Start now. <laughs> oh, there. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <That's>
1: right. Yes. <laughs> All, All right. Friends, What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of my high school iPod, the show where normally... Uh, we will have a guest on to talk about the music that they listened to in high school, uh, and we'll listen to it and we'll talk about it. Uh, but this is this is going to be a different one. This is a, a on, on a very special episode of My High School iPod. Um, that that's what we're doing. Um, I'll explain more later. But first, let me uh, let me introduce um, my myself and my co-host and the guest, and we'll get to that. Um, 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 uh, oh yeah, tagline time, baby. Oh boy. Uh, Which is on. Turner, uh, Turner, My dun-nur. high school. iPod. I <laughs> you joined. That was great. I, tried <laughs> I, I didn't know where the rhyme was going, but I, I came in for the uh, musicality of it. I'm glad you were able to figure out what I was trying to do. Yeah. Right from the. Turner. It took. What episode is this? 19? It took uh, 19 yeah, episodes. Or 18, maybe. 18 or 19 uh, 19. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> nope. They all know. <laughs> it's right in front of them. Uh, I'm your host, Jay Howell. Uh, still don't know how to uh, start these. Especially not this one, because it's a very special episode. A uh, very special episode.
2: We're going to talk about it. the dangers of drugs and drinking.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, and this is my, my co-host, my friend, my producer, uh, my, my one and only. We have um, a heart locket. Uh, that I have one side of and he has the other. And mine says host and his says co-host slash producer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get those right. first <laughs> Mohamed Joma. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm good. Hey, do you remember that show Dinosaurs? Yes. Are you talking about the episode where Robbie does steroids? Because okay. there's a special episode about that. Maybe it was steroids or maybe it was drugs. But all I remember, I remember watching it as a, as a kid. And it was, like, before I really knew what drugs were. Yeah. And But I remember very specifically there was a point in at, like, the end of the episode where he totally, like, breaks the fourth wall. Yeah, and he which like talks to camera. He was like, yeah. hold on, stop. And right. I was like, that's not what happens in this show. Like, yeah, they like don't acknowledge the camera. They're giant puppets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they shouldn't be <laughs>
2: breaking the fourth wall to be like... Tonight we talked a lot about drugs. Yeah, and alcohol. what was what was up with that? Actually, like well, was that like a legal thing? Did all shows have to do that?
1: For I a think so. I feel like there was probably one for like Full House and Family Matters. Oh, there definitely like, was. But I it was just don't
2: know if that was like something that was just like shows really felt a responsibility to do. Yeah, or if there was some like weird Reagan law <laughs> that came down. Does our guest know, or is he just well, not because he thinks that?
1: Let's bring him in, because uh, he, he's my friend who, besides you, uh, probably has the most opinions about things, and, uh, <laughs> and, he, and he's very knowledgeable about things. So let's bring him in. Uh, you might remember him from episode three. Three, or baby. Three. Yeah. No, uh, oh, actually, I think we pushed him. Ooh. Okay, so it was like one. It was like the first time. three, four, or five. Uh, is he's he's back here uh, to be on this very special episode. Uh, he's a good buddy of mine. Uh, he is the Papa Bear of Bear Kids Recordings. Uh, he is the uh, King of the Mountain of Mountain Party. Uh, he is the uh, Acoustic Guitarist Extraordinaire for Pony League. He was episode three. He was in episode three. Yeah. All
0: right. Just like Dale. That's just, so just important like to me. Dale. <laughs> just like Dale. Justin Green. Hey, everybody. Welcome good back. To, oh, it's good to be back. Thank Welcome you so back. much.
1: Did you know what he meant by "just like Dale"? Uh, Earnhardt. Yeah. Junior? That's right, baby. <laughs> Senior. The Intimidator. Senior. Rest Sorry. in peace. <laughs> what was Junior? Yeah,
0: rest in Twenty-four peace. or is eight. that Jeff Gordon? Eight. Number eight for Budweiser when he started.
2: Uh. Which one is is he the one that like went all liberal and then like quit <laughs>
0: quit? Um I don't know. know right that? now he's currently serving up ads on my uh Twitter feed for nicotine lozenges. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making that up at all.
1: That's pretty liberal. So, uh, he, I you know, think he just by, wants to help people think, quit smoking. Yeah, I appreciate you know? that. Liberal
2: by NASCAR standards, probably yeah. by nobody else's standards. You know, like when like one Uh, country star will just kind of be like, I think gay marriage is okay. And then people are like, he's a
1: leftist. (laughs) Like one extreme We lost another He's not
0: no invite to the CMTs that year. (laughs) CMAs? CMAs on CMT. On
1: CMT. I heard that if you
2: watch those awards now, there's like a handful of, uh, because country music is just sort of this weird musical place these days Mm -hmm. (laughs) filled with rap and, <laughs> like, pop and just all genres wrapped up into the South. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, there, it, there's, like, this weird divide of, like, people who clearly don't want to be there but are winning awards, like, <laughs> oh know, yeah. Casey Musgraves and stuff, and they're just like, okay, thanks, yeah. bye. I honestly, <laughs> I'm trying to break into the t- Billboard's Top 100 on this fucking shitty country chart. Yeah. Right? yeah.
0: I mean, you don't necessarily want to be... Playing the same award show that Florida Georgia Line is playing. <laughs> right, right, And you know that, but <laughs> you also have the same audience. Right. So. <laughs> I don't even know if Brad Paisley likes hosting that thing. What's him and Carrie Underwood like every year? Every Why do year? I know this much about CMAs? I don't
1: know. CMAs? I, when, Brad Paisley's on those commercials with Peyton Manning, right?
0: That's is correct. That Brad oh, That's right. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, he rips at Make guitar, guitar is
1: on your side. Um, And Carrie Underwood is, does the NFL songs. Right? oh really the, like monday night football yeah, or something yeah. Like it's that. Some female i think she's country.
0: best known for her single episode guest appearance <laughs> on how i met your mother <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what we all know her from hey how did they meet carrie oh, underwood my. introduced them <laughs> yeah it's the finale it's, it's in finale. it's in the
0: show dude just go <laughs> and back it's like and watch
2: bumps it into carrie <laughs> he's like
1: hey are you carrie underwood and she's like yes this is my friend <laughs> jane your mother. Your, mother. your mother now if you'll I excuse me i have to go to the cma awards bye <laughs> and then it flashes back to the children they're like huh so that's, how it, that's happened. how it happened guess we didn't need 12 seasons of this show to explain that how many uh, seasons was that show
0: nine that eight good ones and one extreme letdown
1: anyway should we not talk about <laughs> this is about shows, well, like right? Well, shows. Yeah, shows. that's why this is a very special episode. We're not going to talk about music at all. That's how we got onto it. Very special episode. Yeah. That's right. Um, no, yeah. So so uh, if you're still listening, thank you. <laughs> uh, this is, uh, like I said, this is a very special episode. If you out there, listener, are well-versed with uh,
2: our catalog and Remember Well... The Justin Green episode, you might know what band it
0: is. A classic.
2: We're here to talk about because I think we mentioned this very idea in that episode. Oh, really? Yes. Cool. I think we talk about th- at least this album, maybe the live show too, though. Possibly. But so let's, let's get into it.
1: Yeah. So so we have Justin on. Uh, if you listen to Justin's episode, we talked about the Get Up Kids a lot. Uh, they, they were they were one of my favorite bands in high school. One of Justin's favorite bands in high school. Um, and they recently uh, put a new album out. Um, and we, we've listened to it. and uh, uh, Problems. Called Problems. Uh, and yeah, so we're, we're just going to kind of, I guess, talk about the album now. Um,
0: still one of my favorite well, bands, to be honest.
1: They're still great. Let's yeah.
2: talk first. Before we get into the album, you guys, not me, but you guys went to the, uh, their show... Yes, last week. You to, we're going to do the show first. Show
1: first.
0: Cool. Yeah, that was just a few days ago.
1: Yeah, just a few days ago, right? Yeah, yeah we're we're pushing this one. We we went to the show on Saturday night. This will come out this Thursday. So. This
0: will be Thursday. So it'll be less than a week. Yeah. removed yeah. from the show. Quick turnaround. I'm wearing my shirt. Justin bought a shirt. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm a very
2: cool shirt. By thanks, the
0: way, dude. I, mean, it's, I feel it's, like it's a summer camp. It's, look, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's for a family reunion. That that like. Red orange, they got yeah.
1: going on Which there. Which was a very like when I when you went to a show in high school, like one of the first things you did was like check out the merch.
0: You got to check out the merch, dude.
1: Do you do that so much anymore? Like now Not when I really. go to shows, I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna find a good place to stand or sit. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm mostly concerned with comfort.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, also merch tables now are well, depending on who you're seeing, but. Or where you are, but merch is very expensive.
1: I went yeah. so I went to the uh, <laughs> a lot of money. I went to the national and uh, they had some very nice like long sleeve shirts. And the the line for the merch table was like longer than the bar. <laughs> like it was it kinda like it looked like a ride at Disney World. Like there was sort of like roped off and kind of
2: I always felt like even when I was in high school, I never liked buying merch. I always felt bad about doing, spending my money on it and like waiting in line i was just, always felt kind of douchey um, but then yeah. anytime i saw somebody wearing like a t-shirt from a show that i was at i was like fuck i should have bought a show i, I went to I that show shirt. yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I, I, yeah it, for me it was like you had to show people that you went to the show right
0: oh yeah if you could get the one with the tour dates on the back hell yeah per- <laughs> perfection because then the you're show, like shit. you're showing them everything here's the band i like yeah and i got the receipts yeah. you know and you like you're like pointed out, you turn around and kind of Atlanta, right there, baby.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So Justin got a shirt. Um, the 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 Ghetto Kids they played at the Earl. Yeah, uh, the show a little bit, which you know is is a smaller compared The other times I saw them in high school were at larger venues. Yeah, what like, like,
2: venues was it? The tablet uh, I playing, saw like, them
1: at the theaters. I saw them at the Masquerade, like in Heaven. And then I saw them at the Cotton Club, yeah, uh, which yeah. is no Downstairs longer. The but yeah, vehicle. but both of those venues are, are bigger much, than the Earl. Much bigger than yeah. the arrow.
0: Yeah. They uh, did like mention during the show playing Under the Couch, which is oh, Georgia, yeah. Georgia Tech's we'll little venue. About but, about, yeah. but that had to have been in like the 90s. Yeah, it had to have been you know, pre, like really early. Yeah. yeah. Pre those big. Two thousands yeah. albums. That it's is. also interesting because the Earl is twenty one and up. You know. Oh like, yeah. You can't even go into the Earl at noon to eat lunch. Well, unless I you're think 21. that's
2: a good point about talking about these bands now. It's, it's I mean, especially them. They
1: don't seem like they're grasping for any new
0: audience. Oh no, you know? I don't they're, think so at all. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We we actually we were discussing on the way there when we were talking about like the new album. And I was, I was like, I assume everyone is going to be around our age or, yeah. or a little bit or, or older or a little bit younger. But I didn't expect to see any like fresh faced kids that uh, were just like, and no. I was right. It was all like
0: older right. people. Mostly people with debt. Just a lot of <laughs> A lot of people with debts and depression, like they're seasonal affective disorder, every year don't go out to shows yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah exactly. Even some of yeah. our friends, we we're like, "Hey, you see them over there? They're up front. And They're like, like, yeah, should we go say hey?'" Nah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it was
2: a sold-out show. Which it was is sold crazy out. Crazy for the Earl to me. I they mean, actually because, it's just because I'm so used to seeing
1: yeah yeah, you yeah. Know, local shows or whatever there, but they actually did make a joke the guitar player about like. Something about like tipping your babysitter. Yeah. Because you know, they were going to play late. And yeah, just that just was. Like, good. Yeah, That's how you know your audience, aware. man. Yeah. yeah. You know? they were very I, was,
2: aware. I wonder if this is one of the smaller venues on the tour for them, or is it. Is I think it must of,
0: have been. Matt Pryor even also said something like, hey, huh, small stage. Yeah. Like yeah. in between a song. Like, I think he was maybe a little jarred at having us be so close and accessible. I, yeah, to him. it's like
1: so personal there. Very I mean, personal. Way and, more than. You any know, other not venue. to. Can I go back real quick? Was, oh yeah, that for was sure. A very good Matt Pryor impression. Oh
0: nice. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> he, uh, I mean, he didn't look uncomfortable. He looked like he was having fun and and doing, you know, what he loves doing, and wasn't like weirded out by it. But a couple times I did see him kind of like, you know, look around while he's playing and like. Like, hey, that dude's right fucking there. Like, yeah. you know? and I don't know if that it was... It must have been a weird, weird him, sensation you know? for... I mean, I oh, gotta for sure. assume,
2: and maybe, maybe it wasn't the first time even on this tour, but it must be the first time in years, you know, in decades, I, I, right?
0: I would imagine so. Unless it's, like, some sort of intimate acoustic tour that was, like, designed that way. And, you know, he's... Right. He's done so many projects and had, and in those days, it was like screaming teenagers. Right. So to have like 40-year-olds, you know, up there who are just right in his face, but they're kind of very polite and like, you know, like me, right. I'm like checking out the pedal board. Yeah. You know, like what kind of gear does he have? You, you, you guys know? have played. It's a different thing.
2: You guys have both played, I'm sure multiple times at The Earl. Mm-hmm. At least is, a dozen times. Yeah. Which, I mean, is that like a weird experience seeing a band that you revered you know so much Absolutely. playing
0: on that same stage it was fully surreal you, you know
2: man. that they were in that backstage area that
0: you've been uh, on oh, yeah. that green room that you've been i wondered there, about you know? their dissatisfaction with the green room <laughs> right yeah that it's, cluttered it's, dream, it's, yeah. yeah you've seen it <laughs> yeah. you know like that's a band with and they had a nice ass bus out back like yeah you know, they probably were like, oh, fuck. We maybe should choose a different one yeah. for Atlanta next time. <laughs> <It was laughs> Which is a lot to say. But it's I, probably the Earl's my favorite for, venue. Yeah, but, it was you know. very, great for you guys. It
1: was very cool. It was
2: sold out. Was I, I really did want to be there. And, and even um, a friend of the show, uh, Kyle Withrow, had a ticket for me. He was mm-hmm. like, I got a ticket for you if you want to go. Uh, but I had a prior, I was doing my live Let's Make a Podcast episode Yeah I I would have Kyle. been there
1: with you guys I saw Kyle and he was like where's Muhammad and I, I told him he was there to Kyle. He
2: cried Shut a up. I single watched him, tear <laughs> You guys yeah. are liars Um <laughs> I did I saw Kyle like a week before and was like oh yeah I can't make it and then he looked very sad about uh, it <laughs> 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 <He looked> disappointed
1: <laughs> Um we I, I, a very quick sto- bleh, a very quick story when uh so Justin and I we're we're in our early thirties, thirty three. That's early still, right? Uh, yeah, I think we're one
0: yeah. birthday away from mid thirties. But still you don't say, say
2: mid. If you said mid thirties at thirty three, I feel like that's
0: just incorrect. no. You say thirties. Yeah, we're in our in our are Early thirties. 30s. We're thirty something. Uh, but <laughs> <Just> flirty thirty something. <laughs> flirty thirty.
1: But it, it it did so, and it it did have this feel of like, well, we're older now but uh i we did kind of like when when the opening band got done playing, everyone kind of like pushes up, yeah. you know like, and and it happened, and everyone kind of took a few steps and uh there was i'm I'm like six feet tall, yeah. so I usually don't have a problem with like somebody being in my way, but this group got in front of us, and this dude that was probably like six, four, six, five just stood like right. Kind of it, like in my way enough that I was like, "Fuck, I can't see all the stage." Now. <laughs> oh my god! And I just like had this very like, like <laughs> trying to figure out a way to like passive aggressively be mad at this guy. Uh, but we did figure out a way to like get in a good yeah, spot, which
0: you you wouldn't have been able to do back in the day when we were, if we went to see them because. It's all young people, mm-hmm. and yeah, in this no crowd, really. it's a little bit more like, hey, "Excuse kind of me," and everyone's like, and oh, "Oh, hey, no, so hey. can I get you a beer yeah, while you yeah, wait?" Like, yeah. it's a different, it's a respectable what, crowd. Yeah. Were there,
2: you know? <laughs> including you guys, were there people partying hard? I mean, it was still a Saturday night show where like people getting drunk, or was it just a little bit more calm? There was
0: there was drinking. There was drinking, but I I know what you're asking about, and I like the like, un, there, the unruly guy. Yeah, not uh, not a single one. Yeah,
2: everybody was. There just was like, no
0: interruptions, no glass drops, nothing. Nothing. You know, just everyone, very, even at the end, like, I walked to the stage to l- literally take a picture of the pedal boards, um, and there was another guy who came up next to me, and he's leaning over doing the same thing, and he looks at me, and he's like, I mean, I'm glad I'm not the only one, right. and I was like, there's like six of us up here, all just being like, oh, shit, he, he plays a clown. That's really nice, man. You know, like, it's, a, it's just a different thing. We're all softened right. and a little bit more, you know, like, I don't even go out for anything less than the Get Up Kids anymore. Yeah. So. It was a yeah. special
1: occasion. We we treated it like a like a special night. Um, so they come out, they start playing uh, their first song, uh, which is the first song on the new album, Satellites. Satellite or Satellites? Satellite. Yeah, I'm Singular. curious about how much they played. Did they play like...
0: They did a good mix. Yeah. Like, a fantastic they, job they, with They the really
1: set. They peppered in the new stuff. We'll, but they we'll knew, get to the album,
2: but that... Opening song is a very much an opener. On yeah. a oh,
0: new and album, it, it's so. perfect as an album opener. And I said to Jay at dinner, I was like. If they don't open with that one, then it would have to be a hit. Yeah. But off the album, it's got to be this one. And sure right, enough, right. It was.
1: Yeah, they started with that one. Everyone was into it. Yeah. Everyone was enjoying Did it. Did it seem like most people knew this new record? Oh, or yeah. Was that something you could tell? It I, was, it I was, think so. Yeah, it was met with, like, people were stoked. The get-up kids are here. They're playing the song off the new record. The second song they played was uh, I'm a Loner Dottie, a Rebel. Oh, yeah, um, very famous song. can you... Can you yeah yeah that? let's, let's so, listen to it a little bit. This is a this is
2: probably one of the few songs by them that I know very well. Because yeah, it was on
0: back when uh, emo the punk, punk bands record, uh, um, almost off. exclusively titled songs with like, <laughs> like references, movie
1: quotes, yeah. and, or sentences. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, they 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 did a really good job, and especially when it got to like their encore, they pretty much just played the hits and like. So, when they started playing this song, there was like a, a. The energy in the room went up, and people were like pretty excited. Um, but they definitely, at this show, I still did the like, when I was singing along, I still pumped my fist a little bit, yeah. which I don't do anymore. Yeah. But I found myself doing that. And uh, so, the, everybody's getting really excited, and the energy is building up, and Matt Pryor doesn't even sing. And,
2: oh, the whole crowd just
1: everybody. That in line right the there, fucking rude. Yeah, this is song two they played. Yeah, yeah, man. That's, and that's, I mean, uh, when he moves, says every yeah.
0: person, it was, every single person,
1: it was magical. And I'm sure everybody at every city that they play at does right, that does because it. none of them even stepped up to a microphone yeah, like they, they knew. Do it. But it was, it was great. It was, it almost kind of, uh, it, it made me think about this podcast because it was yeah. like the joy. That you get from from uh, you know looking back on songs like this. I think a song
2: like, rules, about the way. It's so good. It holds up.
1: But yeah, it was it was fucking great, and they yeah they they played some new stuff, mostly older stuff. Um, there were a lot of just like sing along action going
0: on yeah i think they played maybe five songs from the new album i was thinking back on the set and they played for no but and i mean it's about half the album or maybe it's 12 songs but they played um i mean easily a dozen old ones but over like an hour and a half it Mm -hmm. was a solid set yeah, and the encore was like they didn't even fuck around. They walked off stage long enough to like pee and drink water and came <laughs> yeah, right back came up. Yeah, right and they just played four or five more songs. You That's know what giant. I?
1: You know what I liked? I'm thinking back. I didn't really think about it um, at the time, but now I'm like thinking back on it. I don't, and maybe I just didn't hear. But you know, so when you go to any show. And it's like in between songs, and someone yells out a song that they want to hear.
0: Oh, yeah. I didn't notice that either. I feel
1: like nobody did that.
0: How respectful of us. Everybody was just being respectful. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So stoked to to hear whatever's next.
1: I uh, think when I went and saw the national they walked out, they hadn't even played their first song yet and the dude in front of me who I hated like <laughs> yelled out a song. It was like, they haven't even started yet. Yeah, you know, they haven't even put their guitars on and you're already like, all oh, the wine! Do you guys think that ever works? For I mean,
0: fan? so it's funny you say that because I was just thinking like, in Mountain Party... I would be like dude the set is written yeah <laughs> like we're not in Pony League we might do it especially if we're playing a longer set or like a private yeah. gig which we do a good bit of but it's a certain type of band it's, the National doesn't strike me as the type of band that is like what gonna you, deviate yeah, from the plan you, they
1: have lighting cues <laughs> and yeah, shit exactly.
2: they just like, start jamming out in the middle of a song it Was like oh that wasn't supposed to take 14 minutes Yeah, <laughs> and, uh,
0: the, laser the laser guys in groove. the back sound booth <laughs> being like I don't know what to fucking do like you know <laughs> So no, it was it was great. And honestly, like the the whole thing with you were saying with Matt Pryor being close to the stage, he was visibly uncomfortable and none of the rest of them were. So I don't know what that says about like his level of famous, like the the front man. They're kinda dual frontmen, but he's really like the face. But we were also talking the bass player he plays bass and spoon or at least he did until Ooh, last week. Oh, uh, interesting. And like he's played in front of much larger crowds, like yeah. incredibly and he was just like,
1: "Wait, is that you know, like original bass. lineup bassist or is that I just,
0: think he probably joined after their first or second album, but for like a decade at least th- now, you know." Yeah.
1: Well, him and the bass player and the drummer are brothers. Yeah. And so I'm guessing they were on since the very beginning or just right after the first. Is thing. there
2: anybody in the band that, like, is a rotating spot or oh, something?
0: Oh, yeah, no. He's been in Get Up Kids since the very beginning. Yeah, right. Right. But he's been like, in Spoon for most of Spoon's career so oh, right, far. Right. yeah.
2: But he was like... But Get Up Kids still the same lineup, basically? Same five guys, same dude. Same five guys, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. Which is unusual. Yeah. Like, I'll
2: tell you, somebody who put out an album last week... If you say Miley Cyrus, it's I'm not It's kidding. another legacy band. It's Three Eleven. Oh, Miley. did they really? Yeah, they put up an album
0: last week. I can't. Have to do I haven't seen this. anything about that. We're gonna. Yeah, have, they don't.
2: They're we. I don't know who. Like talking about young audiences because I don't think they have a lot of fans that are just like listening to everything they put out either. So I don't know if they're like reaching for new audiences or not. I really have no idea. It'd be interesting to go to a show at the and Earl. Just be like, "No, well, quick I'm sure sidebar, it's still I mean- at Lakewood. They play every fucking year." Like oh yeah, for sure. But you go in August if you want, do the same thing. and yeah. talk about the album, dude. April's you owe him attendance the at the, the three eleven
0: show. Come on, man.
1: <laughs> I'll
0: do All it, right, but I'm not going to have maybe. a
2: good time. <laughs> <laughs> so, was there anything off of problems that you wanted to hear that they didn't play?
0: Um, no. Yeah. They played... Did they play Selena, track three? Um, I don't think they played that one. I wanted to hear a that one. It's really good. Yeah, and, and everyone kinda, we listen to the album too, you guys can yeah. kind of
1: remember what yeah, they played yeah. or not, so... There was, like, three specific ones that I was hoping they'd play, and they did. Yeah. So what
2: about old songs? songs? Everything, like, you kind of expected
1: was there? Yeah, they they played... I mean, because I, I, I think I saw them three, two or three times in high school, and, uh, and then one time... Uh, In two thousand and nine, they did uh, like a ten-year because something to write home about, which is like their most well-known album uh, that came out in nineteen ninety-nine. So they did Mm -hmm. like a ten-year anniversary where they played that from like start to finish. Um, But you pretty much know the ones that they're gonna play,
0: right? As far as the one that I wanted to hear is not a hit like it was kind of it's, it's yeah. not obscure but, was but there, it's kind of a deeper cut and there's no chance they're gonna fit it in was there know?
2: anything like that that they played? that like was there any surprises i i guess
0: i don't I think so i don't I feel like it was mostly well enough, but, mostly hits yeah you know and then, then the new stuff like i i thought they might dig into some of the uh, which we talked about on the last episode oh, yeah, of the, the On a Wire album, yeah, which is yeah, a little more low key. They hit the first track, the first single, Overdue, and they got the fuck out of there. I think and we're like, that was the only one. Yeah, well, yeah. He put his acoustic guitar back down, and that was it. And um,
1: which we 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 talked about on that episode. On a Wire sounds like an album they would have put out now. Like now, it's, yeah, it's for a little, sure. it's it's a little slower. It's right. a little more
0: acoustic. It, it sounds like an indie rock record. Yeah, like, not a punk rock record. Yeah, you know? and
1: it like you know like they're a big thing about them is their A lot of their songs are very high energy. Right. And you could kind of. I mean, they were fucking great. I loved the show, but you could tell, especially with Matt Pryor, like. He doesn't have <laughs> yeah, he doesn't getting, have the energy getting, like, that he, that he needs to sing every note of all those songs, and luckily, it was he could kind of pull away from the microphone and like the crowd was singing, so it wasn't like a huge
0: yeah. thing. but they almost, did spread Jim's songs out yeah. so that he can basically, I mean, in my opinion, take a break like mm-hmm. which. You you know, we got to get you on a mountain party song so we could stick that smack dab <laughs> in the middle of a set as well
1: oh they did do campfire kansas which is another oh uh, nice one from he's on the new album quite Water. a bit too yeah right? he sings
0: at least three yeah tracks i believe i kind of yeah. like those one of the best no spoilers
2: ones. but there's a couple yeah i think yeah. one of them one of his is one that i really couldn't. do you want to get least. into the album i figured we could take a quick break and, okay.
0: then, and then get
1: into it since I, I think that'll be like the
0: last this is where break. the ad goes right yeah
1: all right well uh, let's take a break and then we will when we come back we're gonna dip into the new album and uh you know we're just gonna have fun with it we're gonna be right back with more my high school ipod uh with uh justin green okay thank you all right we're back it's uh, my high school ipod special edition the get up kids edition <laughs> uh, the the get up adults I sh- <laughs> fuck, I should have said that at the beginning. Oh, man. You better
0: edit that, Mr. Producer. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, let's we'll do a clean. I definitely will not. It's my oh. high school iPod. Uh, we're talking about the Get Up Kids, their new album, Problems. Uh, this album came out uh, like a month or two ago. Um. The yeah it has been out for a while when did you guys did you listen to it as soon as it came out Cause I, only I listened
0: listen to, to each it. single as they came out and pre-ordered the vinyl yeah. Yeah. and then Polyvinyl <laughs> sent the record probably 5-6 days before the release date oh so. shit
1: that's awesome yeah, I got a nice. cool little notification I knew the album was coming out I didn't remember what day exactly but I like opened up Spotify the day it came out and it gave me the little like hey this band that we think you like, the Get Up Kids, has this a new band. This band
0: we know through metrics. Yeah. That you definitely like. It's <laughs> yeah. like, hey,
2: Jay, social security number. <laughs> this band yeah. that we've heard you talking about,
0: wow, <laughs> uh, to
1: yourself in your apartment.
0: That's actually most accurate.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but yeah I, I,
1: I, so yeah, I listened to it like the day it came out. And I'd heard two of the, the first two tracks, actually, were like, the first two singles. Um, but so yeah, this album came out this year yeah the album I, I listened to it last week for the first for the time first time, and,
2: and only have listened to it all the way through three times.
1: The last album they put out I looked this up was came out in two thousand and eleven. oh yeah, I saw that actually. they've gone eight years is That yeah, their their rules I don't see that's what if yeah, I was a good it, I think it is yeah
2: yeah 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 because I, I, I listened to some of that, I just sort of skimmed through yeah
1: that one's there cool was. that one. But then, and then the one before that was Guilt, Guilt Show, Guilt show which and is that was
2: when we were in high school, <laughs> two
1: thousand and four. Yeah. So they went two thousand four, two thousand and eleven, and two thousand and nineteen. Yeah, wow. And I it's funny how two thousand four seems very far away. Two thousand eleven does not. Yeah, though
2: it's also very far
1: away. Exactly. But it's I am not entirely sure why they did
0: that. Like I know, well, ride I think There's an interview that I read recently. God, I'm such a nerd. No, no, no. This is why we have you on. (laughs) Yeah, there's an interview with Matt Pryor, and he talks about the new album and like touring again. And he said that for a long stretch of time, the Get Up Kids worked around all the other dude's projects. So, dude, you know, uh, um, Rob Pope? I can't remember.
1: Rob Pope is the bass player. Ryan
0: Pope is the drummer. Right. Rob Pope on the bass. I mean, he's touring with Spoon. Yeah. making lots of yeah. money and fans for, not playing me for Earl. some time yeah and Matt Pryor was doing the new Amsterdam. he's also doing oh is he, he but, like
2: one of the new Amsterdam? he's like
0: it's like his solo he project he has a band really, but I it's like no his idea. sort of solo side uh, songwriting project
1: I saw them in high school it was just him
0: Oh, like and, on acoustic? Uh, yeah, I bet that was awesome.
1: Cool. The band that opened up for him, do you remember Straylight Light Run?
0: Oh, I've seen Stray Light Run, dude, with so, two pianos. Yeah, with uh, yeah. the dude from Taking, Back, Taking Sunday. Back
1: Sunday who quit Taking Back Sunday, and then him and his sister yeah. started Straylight Run. They opened for the new Amsterdam's. I saw them in uh, Hell of the Masquerade, the old Masquerade.
0: So his acoustic show was still a bigger venue than the Get Up Kids at the Earl. Yeah.
1: Hey, does um, the new Masquerade still have heaven and hell?
0: Yeah, they do. They don't have. They only have two rooms, not three. Oh, really? No purgatory. I, no I don't purgatory. know which one they got <laughs> rid of, actually. So I might be wrong.
1: <laughs> but to heaven. give you a to give you an idea of the t- the when I saw the New Amsterdam's, um, Matt Pryor did a cover of Hey Ya.
0: Oh ha. yeah, so around two thousand nine. Yeah. No, uh, no, it was still high school. So it was like oh, two thousand yeah. three, two thousand four. box yeah. was high school. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: and. Uh, and it was like it was this thing that everybody, because everybody covered Hey Ya. My band in high school covered Hey Ya. Oh yeah. I'd heard other bands cover Hey Ya, and then Matt Pryor did Hey Ya. And at that point, it was like, yeah, this isn't like funny anymore. <laughs> no, it's
0: it's really, That's when he was still trying for a specific audience or a trend or a thing. Yeah. yeah. I think they've just been like, fuck it, and they play what they like now. Mm-hmm. Right. What they liked then. You know, well,
2: to that point, I know y- you guys both really like this album. I'm guessing. I know.
0: I I love it. Do. I yeah. think it's great.
1: I think it's good. I I think it's. I mean, I haven't like tried to put it in the like rankings sure, of your other albums. Sure. But it's yeah. always hard when it's fresh too because there's just like some excitement. Yeah, yeah. Some, yeah. Some I think it's. Else. I think it has very some very good songs on it. Yeah. I think overall it's a good album, and it. I think it's like a part of. There, it,
2: it seems to me like they can do an album like this because they didn't stay big. You know what I mean? Like I, they kind of had a, or maybe they didn't even really get too big. They you were know? never that. Yeah, big. like they. they the, were,
0: the biggest I think that they ever were was in the heyday of something to write home about. Another interview I read with guys from Superchunk. Matt Pryor's yeah. been very vocal that Superchunk was a major influence on him, and, and I mean he sounds like and you can tell, if yeah, you he sounds to like McCon, like the guy from Superchunk and Merge Records. Um, and one time, in about 2000, I think they were touring off on something to write home about, and Superchunk opened for the get up kids that was the first oh, time wow. i saw them and <laughs> people in the audience were too young to give a shit yeah. who super chunk was mm. so it was like a hum not humiliating but it was like a surreal experience for super chunk i'm sure it was incredibly surreal for matt Pryor and right. the get up kids who were I'm like sure. i'm now they're opening for right. me yeah you know and now i think that it would be the exact opposite right. i think that super chunk is more of like a venerable legacy and get yeah. up kids are sort of returning to their roots yeah you know
2: I think if you had to be a real certain age at a real certain time to probably even know who the Get Up Kids are.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah.
2: Because a lot of those bands, even, well, maybe not good record bands, but like the Get Up Kids didn't really have radio play.
0: No, I would say that the, the next class of bands like that, like I'll give you a great example um, Paramore, yeah. right? They kind of came out of this same thing. They were influenced by the Get Up Kids, yeah. got famous really young. Hayley Williams was even on that B.O.B. song, right you know, with, like, uh, Bruno Mars or right. that, that that album that Bruno Mars, like, blew up on. Like, she became a sort of pop person, right. and the Get Up Kids stayed in their lane, right. and they, they is, didn't really cross over that. in a
2: lot of ways, like it's that. probably a good thing for them. I mean, he, you wouldn't have what they put out today, today if, if that wasn't the case. Right. You'd have, like, what a2 is doing today or something, you know, and...
0: Which yeah. is like, yeah. And for me, who likes both of those bands sure. quite a bit? Yeah. Like, Blink-182 is a different animal. Like, right. And you go to that show, which will cost you $100. Right. Little Wayne is opening. <laughs> right. And it's like, there are literally 16-year-olds who are fucking enamored with Blink-182. Right, right, and if right, you right. were like, you know who Blink-182 really digs? The Get Up Kids. They'd be yeah. like, who are these old dudes? Yeah. If you <laughs>
2: listen to, I mean... I guess I haven't listened to, like, a new Blink-182 album or anything, but if you listen to those bands who did blow up, who did have, like, radio songs and all this stuff, like, they have sort of uh, evolved in a weird way to where they, you know, maybe just could be because they were so scrutinized and under the eye that they either felt like they had to change their sound. I mean, Blink-182 doesn't even have one of the lead singers in the band anymore. Yeah. No, and they sound <laughs> you know.
0: like Imagine Dragons on Punk, right? Like, they,
2: they've come. I mean, I, I hate to be like, oh, they're commercialized or whatever, but there is like a bit of like. they listening. A so. wide. Yeah. But like, th- th- they got influenced by a wide audience. I guess that's yeah. a good way to put it. Well, where, where, I, I'm not crazy about this new Get Up Kids album. I think there's some songs that I like, mm-hmm. but I was never a mega fan like you guys were. Right. But uh, you could tell with this album, you're like, oh, yeah, these guys are like doing what they do, they're being who exactly. they are. They, and like.
1: Yeah, and That's like... That's
2: impressive in, in a big way. Yeah,
1: like we were saying about... Like, they wrote this album for 30-something-year-olds that listened to them in high school. Like, they're not... I don't think they're trying to get new fans. No, like, no, like, not
0: at all. Even the lyrics in the title, like, the title is Problems. And I, I think if you listen pretty... Even casually, you can recognize he's mostly talking about shit that, you know, grown adults... Have like those type of problems, not mm-hmm. relationship problems, if it's a relationship problems, more like divorce, then you know like oh my m- this girl I have a crush on doesn't love me, she's in love with a jock like it's nothing like that. It's really yeah. more like I got bills, I got insecurities and and debts to pay, like a lot of stuff like that
1: let's uh let's get in let's it start today. a I think it's this thing, but uh that's fine is that going to come in, in in the recording uh maybe. Uh, If it comes through in the recording, you guys Feel free to send a message to our producer Muhammad Joma Uh,
2: It's probably (laughs) actually
1: this microphone that I dropped Three times this weekend Three
2: times, Because I was drunk and trying to host a (laughs) podcast (laughs) Alright, so this is The Get Up Kids This is the album Problems The first song here is Satellite And this is the one that they started the show with What do you guys think? Best song on the album?
0: I don't, it, it's one of my favorites, but it's not the best song on the album.
1: It's very much a Get Up Kids yeah. song.
0: Like It has literally every single element.
1: After, I after, counted them in
0: the car. <laughs>
1: <laughs> after eight years of like not having new music from this band,
0: hearing this song, I was like... This is written by a Get Up Kids focus group. I think so. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it starts with the solo acoustic intro, the drums come in, and then here... For me... I will say, right here, you I was want. like,
2: oh, this is awesome. Yeah. I was
0: really into this album from the first time it's I heard it. It's a solid song. It's got all this. It's got the breakdown with the, you know, like, same yeah. sort of acoustic strumming. The yeah. drums come back in heavy, and the outro is amazing. It's got it all, dude.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of this song. Uh,
2: and he sounds good on it, and I don't think he sounds that good throughout this album, but his voice sounds good on yeah. the
1: song. Yeah. yeah, this one is... It definitely... Because a first song on an album is very important. Oh, it sets
0: yeah. the whole... To- you, you're not going to capture someone by telling them to push on through. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to get them in the first 30 seconds.
1: Right. Um, this chorus is very, like, just high-energy, pop punk, catchy. And then this part, the, like... Yeah. That, like, off... Snares on the offbeat... That's very much what this drummer does, and I love it yeah. so, so much. So what we,
0: I mean, I don't want to say we emulate it, but it's a convention of the genre that when we're like, hey, we need a, a, a transition here that's different, you know, you kind of go through your toolkit. Yeah. And this one is the one that comes up a good bit. Yeah.
1: Um, I just want to talk a little bit more because I want to get to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Like, nah, so we're going to listen. We'll probably listen to some of the other ones a little bit shorter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, this one deserves the whole. Yeah. And then uh, another thing that that they do a lot in all my favorite Get Up Kid songs is this part where the drums come in. Oh,
0: these drums. Well,
2: not, it sounds like so n- rightfully nostalgic, which I feel like a lot of this album to me just didn't didn't hit that mark where it sort of sounded more like emulation yeah but i i thought this song in particular i was like
1: oh my god they're doing everything i loved back then yeah. and they're doing it very well i think yeah i i, I can see what you're saying because there are some, some I there's guess, a slodge uh, for me we'll get two of
2: these songs but there's a slodge in this album where i'm just like five songs i don't care about and they all kind yeah. of sound the same and i don't know but again Not a super fan.
0: Another another great hallmark of the genre: ending on not the chord that the key is in. You know, you end mid progression and and just let that unresolved chord ring out. Hell yeah! That's shit. That like you know I would use. <laughs> Consistent. So, I'm going to use it tonight. I'm yeah. gonna go home and write a song that does that. As
2: you should. And so this, props. This is the problem. Is me.
0: Yeah. It's so sort of it. the title track. It's not. You know. Obviously, oh, uh, it's taken oh, yeah, from so. from this. Um. This one lyrically, I really love because it's it's like I was saying. It's like a mature adult thing. Like whereas early emo punk music was very much like a. You're the problem yeah. yeah You know You you have issues And that's why You and I are not together And in this one He's more self-reflective And a little bit like We've tried this relationship For 15 years We have a kid together Whatever it is they have mm-hmm. And he's like Fuck man Maybe the problem is me Yeah You know <laughs> like And I, cool. I think that You wouldn't I'll give you another example Blink 182 they've got a song on their last album which I played it in the car the other day and my wife was like I'm not a fan of this song because it goes by that whole like crazy girl thing and it was like I'm in I'm in love with this girl but she's out of her mind and that is something that I don't think you'd catch Matt Pryor doing on any given day because he's not so self-obsessed and famous that he could you know overlook his own Mm. flaws
2: uh I always thought Ben Gibbard was good about that too, even though he seems like a very self-obsessed person. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. lyrically there but are lyrics, a lot like, of For like, sure, for yeah, sure. like self-reflection, self-deprecating songs.
0: Yeah, yeah. most definitely. I
2: think this song's good too.
1: They did this yeah, one live, and uh, the I I didn't want to interrupt because Justin was was being very eloquent and, yeah, and making good points. either of us. The uh, the in the verses of the song, just watching what again. What, uh, I love this drummer so, so much yeah. And what he does in the verses of this song Is so like Not like sporadic But it's like these very like It's a very interesting uh, beat that he does And watching him do it was so much fun It's like he's precise Yeah, there's a lot of fun going the on The piano that Yeah, like, it's like jaunty it's very <laughs> yeah. cool <laughs> um, Yeah, this song is fantastic I really like This one might be my favorite one on the album so on, Yeah, yeah. It's
0: really it's really fantastic now next track, if we're sort of trying to yeah, kind of cut through so fast. This, this is the one I don't think that they played. If I'm wrong, might I might have been that. This or is Celine, Sol, Selena Selina. Selena. Yeah. This so, is
2: uh yeah, go.
0: No, I was just gonna say the, the the thing that struck me immediately when this song first came on was that it was a very fuzzed out guitar tone, which this is getting into some guitar nerd stuff. But like early get up kids. Did not fuck around with fuzz like that they played overdriven distortion chords which is like a different you if i explained it in another 30 minute podcast you'd start hearing it <laughs> but that that's essentially like a one string riff instead of chords yeah. and it just sounds a little more indie rock yeah. than um then you know the most of the rest of their stuff and then matt Pryor sings in that lower register it's just a different a different feel it's really good
1: Tune in to Justin's podcast coming out on Kennywood and Kittywing Productions <laughs> called "Guitar Pedals
0: to the Medals." To the Metals, where we never listen to metal.
1: <laughs> metal spelled like the yeah, award that you get exactly. Exactly. Um, I this song also strikes me as more of a grown up kind of very grown, you know, up. like it's it's still it kind of has this feeling of like. I travel. I'm gonna be. I'm not always gonna be there, but I'm gonna come back. Yeah, you know, which is something that I think they even were singing about back in like back the, in the in day, the early aughts. But, yeah, you know, it 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 almost yeah. Like seeing them seeing them the other night, it was just like I could tell they still enjoyed doing it because they didn't have to make a new album and like go to on this. tour, but they like doing it. But I'm sure they they all have families and shit at this point. Yeah. So.
0: Let's listen to this chorus for a sec. So what struck me on the way over here, actually, is listening to this song, was the lyric that he repeats a lot in the song from that chorus is, sentimental fool who writes all these words for you even though you're just two hours away. And I was like, wow, it's a fucking emo lyric. But then I was like, that's an unfair thing that I've been trained to think because... Let me let me just put something to you. What if it was Dan Auerbach singing that in a more blues riff yeah. or Miley Cyrus singing that in a more pop riff? Yeah. You would never bat a fucking eye. Mm-hmm. I, it I, is I, just I, like the genre forces you into being like, "Oh, he's singing like kind of some emotional lyrics." He's yeah. using but emotion. They don't the- have to sound that way if well, the genre, the rest of the musicality sort of forces it into a different feeling and I, I will know, say one
2: uh, one feeling that I don't get from this album is cringe Which a lot of these sort of older emo bands You you feel that from Mm -hmm. Oh for sure Definitely not a cringy album No no I I don't think they embarrass themselves I think this song is boring though Sure I find it to be There's just parts that uh, It sounds a little like done You know like uh, Like when you said Oh that's an emo lyric it is, and this song sounds just a little like old emo. Right. I mean, maybe it's also that that's a little bit of the side of these kind of bands I never cared for anyway. Right. I like the energetic and stuff. For sure. But this is this song to me is just
0: like whatever. It's a, This it's is a, one you'd skip. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I wonder... Yeah. 100% I'd skip this song.
1: I wonder, too, though, because you... You texted me the other day Yeah I did. And you said I Man <laughs> And that was the first text Man <laughs> And then the next text was I hate this new Get Up Kids album Which you are a person of strong opinion Sure And so in my mind I took that as oh, He doesn't really like it Right I knew you didn't hate it But I knew I'll you say, weren't gonna be like I don't
2: really care for this I Get Spent Up Kids album two listens Sitting down doing nothing but listening to this album For this podcast um, because I knew I wasn't going to listen to it a bunch, mm-hmm. you know. So the second time, I'm going to go ahead and fade this down. The second time I listened to this album, I um, got annoyed with it very very much. So, yeah? Yeah. I, and, and then the third time I listened to it, it was more passive. And uh, I thought it was fine. Like, the first time I listened to it, I was kind of into it, mm-hmm. you know. And the second time, I was like, because of songs like this, and there's a few. There's enough songs like that for me on this album where I'm just like, they are. I will forget them, no matter how many times I listen. Sure. To them. I do not connect with them. I. I think they're, like, the best word to me is just boring. I, yeah. I. I just find them to be like, his voice isn't very good, and I don't find it very interesting. Okay. And that's a big problem for this kind of music. Mm-hmm. Like, if he had, like a. More interesting voice that even that song I might be a little bit into because there's some cool stuff going on musically.
0: Dude, you're gonna fucking hate Mountain Party.
2: (laughs) I love Mountain Party. (laughs) Well, I'm sure I like I. But Mountain Party, you know why Mountain Party has the energy? Uh, Well, we do try to keep it upbeat. The whole album, it's like fast and and loud in a lot of ways. And songs like this that they they sound. I mean. Honestly, the other part is, like, that song sounds very
1: overproduced. There's no edge to it. It's just, I don't know, boring. It's I feel boring like them. there's there's definitely...
0: Absolutely valid opinion. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I'm, there's definitely, like, with this album, I mean, I'm sure I wouldn't even have, like, I wouldn't even have to listen to this album to be like, I like this album. And I'm sure just in the same way. Sure. And I'm sure yeah, all and, of and, the and, people like us that almost, like, we... It's good because of what they've done before that. Right. You know, like, and, and if I had never heard this band before and, like, this was my first sort of introduction to them, uh, yeah, maybe... And, and so I gotta go back on the I hate it thing
2: for sure because if, if nothing else, listening to it for a third time, which was earlier today before you came over, mm-hmm. just thinking, like, uh, it is so much better than what most bands this late in their career are doing anyway. Yeah. It's so much more listenable. Um, that in that if I liked this band as much as you guys did, I probably would have thought this album was incredible. Yeah. Sure. You know, because I've liked
1: sh- way shittier albums by bands I liked more, you
2: know? Yeah. Right. It, it definitely,
1: definitely no, you know, totally. It's definitely like I said, like they wrote this album for the people that like them. Like they're not trying to do anything to like get new fans. Right,
0: right. Which is Cool. Which is great. I think that's, that's all they want to do. <laughs> Let's go to the next song.
2: Let's go to the next song, Justin. Yeah. I agree. This is "Now or Never" by the Get Up
0: Kids. Now or Never. Hey, first uh, Jim Septic song. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. This is
2: "Now or Never."
0: First Jim song. Wait, who's who is he? Jim He's is the other guitar player and singer.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh, right, right. His right. board do
0: is. You know. Now that we're on the subject, his. Uh, like three times the size of Matt Pryor's Because he does uh-huh. all the lead guitar work You know
1: um,
2: Yeah, I, it was probably right around This song when I text you I hate this album <laughs>
0: This uh, this song It's I, about getting older and not wanting to go out dude But
1: the, the thing of the chorus He also doesn't sound great And then he, I don't know uh, It's just like boring to me This one's a forgettable song but This was when I Because the, the chorus of this song is the thing that I have a problem with in lots of music that is popular now, or has been in the last like couple of years, where it's that whole thing about like, it's all about tonight, it's now, yeah. which John Mulaney has Wolf. a bit about it, where it's like, it's all about, it's now or never. Yeah. And I feel like as as an adult, as someone in their 30s, it's like, well, no, it's not. It's You gotta kind of prepare for. I, I think that's future. because
2: of our political climate. So and, and and climate change and stuff. I, I have a theory about why pop songs have started leaning towards that. And yeah. It's, it's because of the way that we the news cycle and like what we're always hearing is very like cryptic. Yeah. So like pop music is all about like living in the moment and like who cares about tomorrow we gotta do it tonight.
0: Yeah. So I have a completely different interpretation of the song. Okay, I don't. But know I, what I think that this it. Song's about, no, <laughs> no, you're fine. And I might be wrong. Like I haven't looked up the Genius annotation to see if someone has written an essay yet or anything. But I feel like the song is using that convention, but framing it in the ter- in, in the in the idea of being like I'm 40 years old and I don't like to go out and I don't like to be outgoing, but I used to. And I think that what he's talking about in it, maybe this is just me. I'm just, like, f- translating it for myself. He's like, he goes out, out and he's like, town. I used to would have sparked a conversation with someone based on our shared interest because, like, we're at the same show or something. Mm-hmm. And I think what I took from it was it's now or never because if he doesn't talk to this person now, then he's never going to see them again because he's probably never going to see them again because he's probably not going to go out again for an- quite some time. Okay. And I that, like I said, could yeah. be entirely my, like... You know, I, and I like that through yeah. my lens but you know I, and I like the idea of toying with a pop song convention you know to what? frame it in a, in a sort of alternative way
2: you know what I like about the song piano
0: oh yeah well see that's the thing dude that's so much of this album though that for shit me, where that just, like, shit cut is cut out
2: everything except for that piano and I'm into it James <laughs> is a
0: venerable addition Yeah, it's, I said venerable twice this episode cut that out <laughs>
1: This one or the f- first Venerable? I'll
2: judge it. I'll, I'll listen. And see <laughs> All right, it
1: cool. He uh, he he adds. It's it's always like very like appropriate with the song. There's never any any song of theirs that you're like
0: too much synthesizer. Yeah. Right? No, I feel no. Like they
1: could do less with the keyboards of this song.
0: I feel like he it, always It's honestly such a basic foundation of the songs that you kind of don't notice it till you notice it. Yeah, yeah. But then it, like
2: it does give it so much more life.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, honestly, that's part of why when i started mountain party is like i wanted to have gus play at keys in the band because i've yeah. seen what he does to other people's music yeah. and it's it is a it's a whole textural element and like uh you know i don't write a song for the piano i did write one on the ep on piano but i don't write a song for piano but it is an incredible layer
2: yeah
0: that takes it from being like we are a punk band to like we're a rock band. Yeah. Because for people, sure. people often don't remember like the piano was like rock and fucking roll. Dude. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like,
2: it, it's like maybe more than any other instrument, the instrument that like kind of makes you like in rock music, kind of sway and like shake your, like it gives a real dance vibe to it. For think, sure. You know?
0: Yeah. Um,
2: but yeah, that song is boring and sucks. Let's yeah. play the next song. Lou Barlow.
0: They played this one at the show. Mm-hmm. And they said this is not actually about... Meeting Lou Barlow on the street is yeah. the first line, um, they, which also th- an is obvious because in the first, like after the first four lines, it completely stops being yeah, <laughs> about but, that at all. And they
1: also an ongoing joke was before every song they said the song's about Lou Barlow. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, they
1: were funny, man. Really I felt started. like they were having a good time, and they they were very who is funny? Who is Lou Barlow?
0: Lou Barlow is a co-founder of Dinosaur Junior. He's ah, also on right, 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 right. I don't know if I'm saying Sebado right. Um, I think one of those two a big Dinosaur Jr. fan but I've never listened to Sebado much Um, Uh,
2: uh, Dinosaur Jr. falls in that Pantheon of bands that I like and know nothing about
0: that's kind of, you know, a lot of those bands like that are... Yeah, like kind of a little bit before our like, time. Like, whenever anyone's like, like cool what's bands? your favorite Sonic Youth song? And, <laughs> and I'm super embarrassed to just be like, I never got into them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. well,
2: Sonic Youth is the same way where like, yeah, there's like two albums that I listen to a
0: lot. Yeah. I
2: don't know anything about that band. Know. I can't even tell you what those albums are called. <laughs> yeah. No,
0: I'm more identified with like Ellen Page and what's that movie? Juno? No, is it Juno? No, it's the one with Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman's kind of, like, hitting on Juno. her. Own. You are
1: talking about Juno. That's Juno, <laughs> yeah. And she's
0: like, I don't even... like I listen to Sonic Utes, It's just noise. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah. Um, I wonder if
2: Juno's a good movie. <laughs>
0: but the other thing, the, the know, real actually,
2: thing... <laughs> like I, I liked, liked it, it when a good I saw movie, it. But it might be, like, a little too, like, cool slang and <laughs> music talk for yeah. me to enjoy it tonight.
0: I generally... I, I take my Michael Sarah in doses. You know, like... Arrested Development, or like I, I bought Paper Heart on DVD, and I watched it once. I've never watched it again.
1: I, I think uh, you only need to
2: watch that movie once. I also okay. don't love this song. I like this part. <laughs> the the, keys keys the yeah. Yeah,
0: so this, this song lyrically, I, I hate to be the emo guy, brings it back. But lyrically, I feel like they're ta- arguing with themselves about whether to continue being a band. That's interesting. I think that they are and and I think that, that it's purposely feeds into the next song. Uh, which, which is which is Do Air like, Weather Friends. With, oh it's so good. It's such a good this is maybe one of my favorite songs. This is a on this album. This is a get up kids song. And it's where it's like Lou Barlow to me, I read it as like, Are we going to continue doing this? We're out of our element. And then they they decide to double down on doing it mm-hmm. and they have these friends who are like, Maybe you should just fade away. Yeah. And he's like, and to those friends I say, and, you know, that's... I feel like it's, uh... They're I feel mi- like... They're, tr- they're they're sequenced on purpose.
2: Yeah, but I will say, I wish this was, like, the third song on the sure, album. Sure, no, Because yeah. I, I do like this song, but it falls into a big group of songs I don't like. Sure. <laughs> which it makes me... Like, at one, at the first... I don't think I noticed this song until the third time I listened to this album. When I was like, oh, he sounds great on this album. I think he... Him... I don't know what my thing is with Matt Pryor, but some songs I'm like, I, I don't like the way you sound. Yeah. But then I hear him on a song like this, and I'm like, you sound good. Like you work yes.
1: with this kind of high energy. He's kind of yeah. screaming a little bit. Well, I feel like his voice is somewhat limited in what it can do. For sure. I mean, and uh, which is
2: five. I mean, there's like a
1: lot of this like song that. has sort of like sort of gang vocal chorus yeah. going on, yeah. and it works well with stuff like that. Whereas, like, yeah, some of some of the slower ones that they do it can, it can stand out a little more As like not great Yeah um, I mean there still are some of their slow songs That are fantastic um, But Also that drum part I feel like all my, all my critiques of this Is like listen to the drums on this yeah. part But it really is like Just little things that he does It's so Man it's so good
0: this is a language too that jay and i speak at like practices or writing rehearsals where it'll just be me and him and we're fleshing out the structure of a song and we'll call back to a specific song and be like you know in like that part where he's like da da da, da and i can pick up on it <laughs> and I, I do think that there's a bit of musicians lens to listening to, to a band like this because we play but this sure. type of music so we appreciate yeah. it in a different way and that sounds super pretentious I don't mean it that way it's I just mean like you know we can be like not, that feel my field. feelings aren't
2: hurt because I'm not a musician you guys are and
0: I, I mean uh, you also, know.
1: also uh, yeah, they don't have good. a ton that's of good. songs with no, guitar no it's great solo is. too really fuzzy good. yeah
0: it's fun my yeah. man Jim had the most fun I would say that of the show returning back to the show during that solo that you fuzzy know, he guitar is such an most. emo
2: fucking thing Dude. It like,
0: sounds really good it's-
2: Especially today I feel like because you never hear it anymore You're just like that's awesome I, I, got a, that.
0: I got a whole pedal just for that sound and I can't even solo it's for the future when I can you know what I mean and I try and get Charlie to use it and Charlie's like uh, you know I rely on my fingers so I don't have to hide my my no talent ass with, with sounds like fuzz but see
2: this song again like, like how I felt about the first two songs Fun. That's yeah. a fun, fun song. song.
0: Yeah. Fun
1: song. Well, you kind of also when you're doing a LP, you can't bunch all the fun ones up in the <laughs> front unless they're all just it's weird fun songs. But, but
0: I that's why EPs uh, are so great.
2: Like, Selena, I mean, Selena. might not have been a bad song. A little bit later, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to try to re, you know, reorganize this. Right. Well, us, and, but. I, I just feel like the reason I didn't connect with this album as quickly, because I'm, I'm liking it a little bit more the more I listen to it, but it's because there is, again, like for me, a slodge of songs that I think are all kind of
0: samey and mm-hmm. boring. so Are the next few songs some of those? We can tear through them quickly. I
2: think this song, Common Ground, is the next one. Is this is this the song with oh, like? the other singer Jack whatever no no he's okay. the
0: next one after this but the thing I do like about this song is that it's a little more atmospheric and experimental I mean experimental is not the right word but you know for them though yeah for the no. instrument like there's some delay and reverb pedals going there it sounds like and, a like,
2: singer could never come into the song and it could be like an M83 song
1: yeah
0: <laughs> oh dude this could that intro yeah. could go anywhere <laughs> <Yeah>. you know <laughs> totally yeah. This is a good song It's a minor key song So for me personally I'm just Generally A major key guy Yeah But you know Overdue is Kind of a minor key song And it's amazing So
2: Yeah this oh, one Oh yeah of- this is This is in the sludge for me For sure Can't
0: Yeah I mean So I can completely on um, Even being a super fanboy I can completely understand Where you're coming from Where you're like These songs are boring Yeah And They didn't do this one live They yeah. did not do it live And And Part of it may be because they know what you're hitting on is yeah. that it's not... I like the minor D It doesn't have actions. the energy that some of the others that they chose to play live right. really have. And like, you know, in a live show, you know, you're trying to keep it upbeat for the majority of the time. Unless you're Pony League and we try and really bum everyone out um, <laughs> as much as possible. <laughs> I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean you were more like it, a, you know, a refined sound. but
2: it, You know, it's not even the slowness... Like, I like slow songs. I actually really like this. I think that's cool. Yeah.
1: I I just feel like... Also something different for them. They
2: don't normally do shit like that. It's the sameness of of those other songs that really bother me. And this song kind of falls into that, too, where it's just like... Again, I don't find his
1: voice or what they're doing interesting enough to, like, grab my attention. So, I don't... And, like, I get it Because, yeah, this is one that I would probably skip sometimes Like, if I'm listening and I just want to get to something later in this album I would probably skip this song Yeah But, like, for you, do you want I mean, I I know you you like upbeat and energy Yeah But it's like I think I just don't like this band enough to...
0: To, s- to sit through the slow ones. Yeah, like the okay. upbeat
2: songs are just easy to like, yeah. you know? And then, like, the slow ones are cool if you're a big fan, I think.
0: Do you like the next one? Uh, this is another jim Let's song. Yeah, Jim-led I think song. this is
2: the one that, like, has a... Let's listen to it. This is Waking Up Alone.
0: They did play this one live. So it's also released as a single. Um, this one I don't love. Weird, weird intro. The, the, this has the heavy synth intro.
1: Yeah. And I'm cool with that. I think... I don't Here, know. Here's...
0: I would say, out of all the songs on the album, I wouldn't skip one, because I'm like that, but also, like, this one is like, even if I try and give it the benefit Uh, of the aging doubt and be like, the lyrics are about an older version's, an older person's version of these emotions, I still don't think that, like, it never gets easier waking up alone is anything. But an emo lyric. Oh yeah,
1: you know what I mean? They at like, one point in the show they they self referenced them uh, as as an emo band. Yeah. And they said something and they specifically said emo.
0: Yeah, and yeah, I was like, that.
1: Oh yeah, I haven't really heard that song that that word that much aside from us talking about right on Guys, this podcast. Well, let
0: me turn you on to I the emo song. revival. You like this one? I love this song. Waking up Mom the, the one thing I really do like about I, the song I, I feels is that like the time it signature came is two thousand
1: and one. It, it feels a little bit dated, I, and, I, but that's what I like
2: about it. Like, I mean, I, I don't know how I feel about it on its own merits, but like, this was the song that stood out to me the most on this album the first time I listened to it, just being like, "Oh yeah, it sounds like something I would have listened to in high school." Can I? Okay, there's a part later
1: on his little like. I, I really want to play. A hold steady song that sounds just like this that okay. I don't really like. That's our outro either. music. R- we'll, let's do it after we go through the whole album. Okay, but we'll, we'll keep it keep it in mind. We'll okay, talk about. It. But it's it kind of sounds like this, and I also don't love that song. And it's, I wonder if it's, it's just, like just like that style of it's it's the fart punk thing for me. It's like the chanting
2: nature of the song. I'm into. I'm just like yeah,
0: yeah. No, totally. I mean. I really liked it live. It was fantastic, like because it was super high energy and good. And like we know, you know, it's always good to have a line in the chorus that even if you don't know the other lyrics, yeah, you can kind <laughs> of like shout, shout that it. one. Yeah. And that's me with the Get Up Kids on a lot of songs, even though they're one of my favorite bands. There's a oh, lot of fucking I like lyrics, much. you know.
1: I don't love this part. I know, it's not good, but Why I Why don't like we have it? a podcast together? We <laughs> <enough laughs> to disagree on That's
0: this. the beauty, man That's the dynamic that you guys work with I don't with. even know if I can defend this, but If you like it, you like it yeah. What's wrong with this part? It feels very, like,
2: old school to me Man, uh, I, I, I hate it. French I'm just kidding. I <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> like the way they all build, just to get back to this fucking chorus, and it's all so simple. This whole song is very simple. Like I don't know. Yeah.
1: I, I like I like it. I like it. That's cool. I'm glad you like it. Uh, I remember when they started, I, and I kind of figured they'd play that one live, but I was just like. I wish they. Yeah, it's not the best song. That one.
0: Yeah. I mean, if I were going to pick a song that Mass Pike slots in for, that one. That's probably the one. And oh. that's no sight. That's no slight to Jim. If you're listening, my man, I love your tunes, dude. We loved. I love your board. We loved I love the your show. You know everything you did. I just really wanted to hear Mass Pike, and I'm sorry, but that's the one on the shopping block. That's hey, what I'll say. I, can I
2: just say, as a person again, not a, not a mega fan like you guys on this album at least the two singers sound close enough alike that it doesn't really seem necessary for there to be two- oh, like dude. they're not doing anything so too so listen that's another thing where yeah. you're
0: coming from a non-musician perspective <laughs> if Jay writes a song I'm not gonna sing that song that's okay. Jay's song I mean do you know what I mean I, and like, that's cool I mean I like that conceptually if Jay couldn't sing I you're, get it but
2: when you're listening to it and you're like oh I have these two guys who are you know Doing the same thing. It's not like it's not like fucking Mr. Heavenly, where you have the guy from Man Man and, and the guy, the from, guy Islands. from Islands
1: who sound like so very different singing I, different songs. I think it's, I wonder if part of it, especially now that they're that they're older, but I do feel like a lot of you know like Holiday and Action and Action and I'm a Loner Dotty, like all these kind of like Big fast, upbeat, yeah. high energy songs. If they almost did it as like a Hey, I need a break. Right. You do this next one. Totally. Kind of totally. Yeah. And I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I think it works. Mm-hmm.
2: It's just they are very samey for like two dudes who kind of switch off on, on songs. You
0: know? Yeah. I mean, not everyone can have Tom DeLong as their sidekick. <laughs> yeah. With a singular good. voice.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right, let's listen to The Advocate, the next song on Problems, the new Get Up Kids album. Oh wait, did we just play the X song? No. Oh, it's just so a, a little same
0: sort little intro. piano intro um this song the the way the guitars come in oh yeah yeah. I mean, come on, dude. What the fuck else can they give you, dude? <laughs> did they do this one? No.
2: As you said, this sounds like it sort be a good live song.
0: This is very early 2000s I mean, the that's like a Sort of a post-hardcore guitar line That you might hear uh, taking, uh, taking back Sunday play
1: I was, I feel like if they were younger They would have been jumping during that I I wonder too Because, like I said This one was came out this year The last one they, There's been 8 years And so I wonder if this album is like eight years worth of songs that they wrote and like
0: that's a really that's a really good question you know Gene. I wonder well, if we'll ever find that out honestly
1: cause some of them like we said the other one uh, that Muhammad yeah, likes seems kinda a little dated so it's like maybe uh, they wrote that one I also love this song I this
0: think, is a great this is a great song I think this
1: is in the same way it
2: just sounds like something that would have came out in 2000 the early two thousand. yeah and that those keys right there sound cool and it's just a cool it's a cool song it's not as energetic as the first two but it's like cool yeah it's cool.
0: cool it it feels like it's being played by dudes in leather jackets yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> like they know they're cool and they're like that's honestly dude i don't identify with that that's why i always thought interpol because was like i didn't like it i know everyone loved interpol but i was like they know they're cool yeah and they sound like they're wearing leather and that was like Fucking weird to me. Dude. But you like you like
1: the Strokes.
0: <laughs> I they're okay. I okay. like the I like the the first album really a lot. No, I like the second album a lot too. But first if, two are fantastic. When I see Julian Casablancas in the news now, I'm like, oh god. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but what that a was, mullet wearing turd. That was their I thing. Do, was I like
1: we're like, like, cool and we don't care. Yeah. I, I like doing. I this. like that in a band.
0: It's funny. That's funny. That sort of like uh, nonchalance. No, that like.
2: We know we're cool. And oh, we're sure, gonna yeah. be cool. Yeah. That's why I like Miley so much. I think
0: Miley knows she's cool.
2: Anyway, uh, should we go to the next song? to yes. yeah. Symphony of silence.
0: So my problem with this so is, this is the, the fucking title. <laughs> it's a bad title. I mean look, right? I'm a fanboy and I'm but I will admit <laughs> that I'd be like if I, this were a script, like in Arrested Development, I would circle it yeah. and be like, We need to fix this. New title. Yeah, Armageddon to, to Armageddon. <laughs> you know, that's a bad title.
1: So we're, we're wrapping up this album now. This is the third to last song. Which I found out the term, because you know, like penultimate is yeah, the second, second to last. last. Yeah, what is it? Anti-penultimate.
0: Anti-penultimate. Oh my before God. the third penultimate. Yeah.
1: Found that out the that's other day, good. and I was like, a great word this song i like
0: it's good but honestly at this point being a dad i've i've probably listened to this album almost exclusively in chunks Mm -hmm. rather than all the way through and so if i've like left off earlier i probably i don't know it's just it's in the bottom third of tracks for me
2: uh i think matt Pryor would have maybe sounded better on this song think so i think so i mean that's just a weird criticism but his voice is more boring. <laughs> Out of the two boring two voices, <laughs> the other the other thing boring, I'll say is boring. that I
0: think in this genre, uh, dudes like myself forgive. Uh, it's not poor vocals, it's mediocre. vocals. No, 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 I don't no, care, no, care I about bad like,
2: vocals. I like a I like a textured voice. I like an interesting voice. Yeah, and I think both these guys have pretty boring voices. It's it's maybe something I didn't really notice in the earlier days or whatever maybe it's just something I'm more into these days but uh, I don't know I think it's just, it, it, they sound very like not, sing, not hitting the notes or whatever is fine it, you know who, who kind of has it is uh, Brad Reinhardt, friend of the show is going to be bad but Trey from Fish I'm always like, I wish there was some sort of texture to your voice. Yeah, because like I can he sings have, I can very actually, well.
0: I can actually see exactly what you're saying because of that. It's yeah. like he hits notes.
2: Yeah,
1: he's fine.
0: It's just fucking boring, it's just dude.
2: Sort of like flat sounding. We yeah.
1: we talked on. Give me a Tom Waits. We talked yeah. on Give me a Justin's. Voice. We talked on just, Justin's episode, and I feel like with a few other guests too, um, and we've actually kind of argued both sides of it um, with with different guests. But what we said about the Get Up Kids was, like, they they were a band that we as, like, musicians in high school were, like, if we worked really right. hard,
0: we could, we be could like do that. this. Which yeah. is huge. That's yeah. such a
1: huge thing to have. In we're, that, but, I, but I've also heard, and you, like, there's no, I don't think there's a wrong way to look at this, but uh, somebody else made that point of, like, you know, they just sound like anybody could do it. Right. And you argued like, but I don't want to hear. I want to hear somebody that's good at, yeah. at what they're doing. I, and mean, I, guess, I don't
2: need good. I, but that's what I'm saying. I don't need like good. I don't. You
0: don't just need want unique. a unique. You want to be yes. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I, and also, that's not to say like I probably listened to a lot of. Like I said, if I loved this band in high school, I probably would not even think about that. But like as a critical person trying mm-hmm. to see if I like this album now. I think something that would have made me like it a lot more is if I had like like Mr Heavenly, both those guys have interesting voices mm-hmm. you know and or 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 a number of other bands I listen to now are just like like even Connor Oberst or something like he has like a twang uh, uh, uh almost a lisp you know these mm-hmm. guys connor, his-
0: connor is a, a singular he's a huge huge hero of mine because he takes his a. Uh, it's not an inability to sing. It's nothing like that. He's no. a very good singer, but he ta- he takes his kind of like warbly voice and yeah. turns it into a string.
2: I, I always like that. You know
0: who else yeah. does? David Byrne. And yeah, like absolutely. if you've ever watched the special features of Stop Making Sense on the DVD. There's a self-interview that I think they used to promote it back in the day where he interviews himself. It's really oh, great. It's, cool. it's really great early 80s or late like, 80s filmmaking. Two, two cameras. Two, two cameras, yeah. yeah so awesome. it's like a really great segment. <laughs> but the he looks at himself and he's like, you're not a good singer. <laughs> uh, so why do you sing? And he says, like, for me, uh, it's more believable yeah. when I can relate to them. Yeah. And so I use that. To as a as a strength in songwriting, right? And but, but Connor these, does that extremely well. Sure, and I love you know. that
1: you're on a first name basis with him Connor. Too. You're just Connor, Connor is my
0: <laughs> all time hero, dude. <laughs> but I
1: wonder if a lot of bands who grew up on the Get Up Kids kind of. Do that so now that it's it's not that unique anymore because you've heard other bands yeah, maybe. kind of maybe do that is something yeah. to that extent. Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like there's even really good singers though who exhibit the same polarizing quality. Like uh Matt Berninger. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Nobody mm-hmm. would listen to him sing and be like, that's not a good singer. Right. But also maybe half the people who listen to him are like, not for me. If Immediately. He, if he, if he went on <laughs> you know,
2: American Idol, it's not like he was going all the way. Or definitely nothing. not. You know, yeah. But,
0: yeah. you know, there are certain people, kind of like John Darnielle, who, I mean, you either really love it or you kind of fucking hate it, and uh, Matt Pryor, you know, he Craig kind of the same way he, he I, kind of might be that way. I'd see, and that's <laughs> the thing. I feel like I'm, I root for the uh, not to call them underdogs because they're definitely not, but they're not. They
1: would all say that like they're not good singers, right? Right? Like, in they're in not trying to sense. be out there,
0: and and you know. <laughs> Stand on the shoulders of Robert Plant or anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they they play to their strengths.
1: For them, it's more like we have to get these songs out, and this is how we do it. Yeah. Let, let's uh, finish this album. We got two songs left. This is the second to the penultimate
0: song, "Break Lines." I think this album. And, break you know. break Lines is one of my favorites Yeah I
2: think this song's really good And then the last song is I am a big
0: song, sucker it. for uh, That fade in drum thing they just did Where the drums have clearly started With the guitar yeah. But the production choice they made was to fade it in Yeah, You know like It's a it's an easy and cheap cheap Not in a bad way It's a cheap trick to do in the studio And it just as effective as fuck dude It sounds good do you have to mark these episodes explicit? Yeah, I, I do. Heard. I think
2: they all are Okay, cool. Explicitly. I don't want to be the one well, who's no, dropping too many episodes. No, I'm, s- at I'm sure have cursed a few times, eh?
0: Have I not said fuck once until now? Yeah. Well, uh, no, I'm sure we... This is his middle register, too. You know, like, it's not the lowest of the New Amsterdam's or on the wire tracks, Yeah, uh, on a wire tracks. It's not his holiday... Register It's kind of like Right in there It's where I do not Feel comfortable singing Yeah
1: personally. <laughs> Which I feel like he Again this is Probably something with age That he Didn't sing
0: many of their Older songs Like this Yeah, yeah. This is a uh, I'm this. in my 40s And I'm telling you Right now too That the reason why That was back in the day From my point of view Is because You know that your voice is not the most spectacular voice in the world. Yeah. And that by singing higher, it is more interesting. Yeah. Like, I've written songs that are in a lower register. The first time we played that one song, I won't go into it because it's not released. And I sang the first two verses in the low octave, and that dropped after the first practice. Yeah. Because it was just like, it's not going to work that way. Think (laughs) think about
1: (laughs) Connor. Think Think about Patrick.
0: Connor. Connor. Oh, God bless him. He has such a beautiful (laughs) low octave voice. I love you. The song sounds
2: (laughs) to me like it. It could be on a sampler that I would play loud. There's a Warped
1: yeah. Tour
0: sampler song. Yeah.
1: It's also them going to the chorus and kind of not going big. Yeah. It it never really gets that big. Yeah. Which is not but it's still energetic and, and fun. Sampler. Yeah. Again it's like a, a sign of maturity. Yeah. That they'd be like, maybe we don't have to go All crazy way, on the crashes right. and distortion. That's, so that, that's second
0: guitar too is one of the the, bit, the things that like it's not fancy it's not like a lead mm-hmm. it's just a layer yeah and it's one of the reasons why i could never play without another guitarist in in like our band because i only write with those layers in mind you know what i mean like it would be it would be like unadorned otherwise
2: so breaklines goes right into your ghost
0: is gone, the last song on this album again. Which, title,
1: which is uh yeah. I think this is a very good is last. Song. I think this is a, well. This is very much a get up kids <sighs> thing. Is end such a end with this, which is also very much a like it's an emo thing, dude.
0: Emo. Yeah. Put a piano slow yeah. track at the end, but it's a good song, and I think it even, good.
2: like for a person whose voice I was criticizing a lot this episode, I think he sounds, sounds cool on it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I almost think his voice works better when it's sort of being uh, highlighted, you know?
0: Oh, without, like, with only a couple instruments backing it? Yeah,
2: I mean, not that I, like I said, I like the loud bangers and stuff, but...
0: But you like him for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I
2: think my problem with his voice is almost that it becomes part of the sort of boring slodge of those more boring songs, but when they're... Either like this or super high energy. I think it, they work. Sure, those are your
1: sweet spots. Yeah, you're crying right now.
0: There's some new Amsterdam songs that I would probably yeah, you know send I you. I didn't know that. And be like, like, try this one on yeah, for size, for sure. Because I, I know some new Amsterdam. Uh,
2: they're songs they're short
0: and, and sweet. Yeah. and they're you know sort of uh, what's the word for it? Like, what would you call Jason Schwartzman's band? <laughs> we- Genre-wise.
1: Like uh, Coconut
0: Records or yeah, Phantom Planet? Yeah, like Coconut Planet? Records. Well, both, really. I mean, yeah, Phantom really.
1: Planet was like California Cal- indie yeah. rock. Like California indie, 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 c- indie rock. Indie
2: cinematic kind of stuff, yeah.
0: you know. That's the new Amsterdam's. Yeah, for sure. But, but very simple instrumentation-wise, you know. And uh, it, it was a guitar and a drum and a bass, mm-hmm. and that's
2: do you, it. Do you guys like this song, or is it two?
1: No. I, I like it. I, I find myself comparing it to other last tracks that they've done yeah, and sense. it's not as it oh, doesn't hit, resonate with me as much but also I, I've had years and years yeah. of listening to those songs so
0: I like it I like the build yeah I like uh, I like ending on this kind of note I'm still very much a album devotee sure and to me you know it is an old it's an old format but I do still want to like Stick to it.
2: Well, I think that's why I like it because right? I'm just like, oh yeah. Conceptually, this is how this you is end how it is. album, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. And I bet you, when they put this group of songs together, they probably do a lot of bands too. They put three columns: the keeps, yeah. the discards, and then the maybes. Right. And you know that in that sequencing starts to come up. I, I can bet. That they were like, Satellite's the first track, and this track's the last track, and, and we'll are, sequence the like rest of the first,
2: them. Yeah, those are the first for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so um, I, I think there's, uh, when I said I hated this album, I, I don't. I think there's a lot of good moments on it. I just. Is it because of this podcast and us talking about it? It's. I mean, sure. You guys help me like it more influence, but uh, like I said, today's listen gained me a little bit more of just like you know, it's fine. It's not. I think I probably would have never listened to it if it wasn't for this podcast, and I probably won't listen to it too much yeah. outside of
1: today.
0: Yeah, it's, but
2: I
1: think it's fine. It's, it's good. It's album. Uh, yeah. I think it it serves. It serves a purpose for it people who wanted them to make a new album.
0: I bet you they sell maybe total 20,000 copies of this vinyl. Yeah. Which in reality is not a lot like in the vinyl market for a big label. But I think that Polyvinyl being the label that it's on which is a you know new label for them. They put their EP last year out on it when they signed to them. But Polyvinyl is not like like of Montreal is Polyvinyl's probably biggest act. Yeah. And they've put out so many albums at this point that I guarantee you of Montreal's not selling 20K every release at this point. Really? It's just it's sad, it's saturation. So for them, they're like, if they sign the Get Up Kids and they're like, we can sell 20,000 copies of this record, that's a big bet for a small label, but it's also a successful... It's not so big that you're like hedging your bets and putting your business on it. Right. They're not mortgaging Polyvinyl records to put this out. But at the same time, they know their audience, dude. Right. You know? There are, there are labels from back in the day that don't do the same thing. Like Saddle Creek, we talked about this at the show. Saddle Creek, dude, they put out very young, new acts like Julian Baker. Julian Baker's not on Saddle Creek. But like that style of music, like singer-songwriter, very slow and sad. And they've just, they've just catered to their specific genre this whole time polyvinyl is chasing what they like (laughs)
1: um all right let's wrap this up uh you guys thank you so much for listening uh this this is uh this was a new thing that we were trying out uh i hope you guys liked it it was fun Um, going track by track send us your comments general
2: tell us how much you hated me to do on this show yeah
1: it was it was cool i think we're gonna you know try to maybe do some more yeah um Definitely. but uh, Justin thanks for joining thank you for having me joining us on this uh, fun little adventure um do you uh want to promote anything anything you want people to
0: um we don't have anything in the immediate uh, future uh band wise uh we do have a single coming out in November uh, so I'll make sure to get an ad on this podcast closer to then. Do you still have vinyls uh, for purchase? We have so many vinyls I, I that mean, I wish I, you would purchase I'm because I have, I have definitely. To buy one when they came out oh, one. you get one for free, my man. No, Tell no, me no, what no. color I, you I want, want. I want to buy you.
2: one. I want to purchase one from.
0: But from yeah, me. no, nothing, nothing specific to promote. Um, the I just would say. You know, listen to Let's Make a Podcast. Because hey, Because it's amazing. Buddy. We have a uh, the live uh, episodes out now. Hell yeah, or dude. out next week. I I'm so say. stoked on that live episode of Let's Make a Podcast re- recorded at the Southern Fried Gaming Expo. You're doing my job now. <laughs> I'd also say listen to the Epic Briefs podcast where Muhammad and Jay were Did guests recently. It? Not yet, yeah, dude. It's on my queue, on, dude. It's fine. No, we I just subs- I subscribe you- to inflate the numbers. I don't listen.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what I do too. Jay, <laughs> did you listen to that episode by the way? I did. Uh we lost like
1: 20%, 25% of the audio. Oh uh- did oh, you yeah, not, yeah, yeah. A, yeah, I, I mean, thought you meant of oh, their listeners. And we're professionals. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, we talk about it. Everybody unsubscribe now.
2: Yeah, that's right. He talks about it up front, but it's still great. Yeah. We just was... like miss the introductions and us talking about ourselves and get right into us talking about video games. It you know,
1: was it was very fun to do, and it I'm was. really glad that they had us on.
2: Uh, listening back on it, I was like, man, we had a good time. Like Me and you were both yeah. like laughing way more than we do on this podcast. <laughs>
0: Like, we're enjoying each other more. We're enjoying
2: that. I was just like, man, that... So much more fun doing somebody else's podcast. Yeah, than when you, doing our,
0: I own. think you guys should flip the script and have guest hosts where you're the where you're the oh, you're the guest. Well, you're so you're
1: talking about his other podcast.
0: Yeah. Let's make a podcast. Well, I want it to still be my high school iPod <laughs> format. I want to hear you guys talk about your iPods and somebody just else talk grill about three eleven <laughs>
1: on every. Episode. We already do that. We just did an <laughs> we are we just did an entire episode about the Get Up Kids. <laughs>
0: This episode's longer than the album and the show combined. I thought... (laughs) (laughs) So...
1: I proposed this idea to Muhammad, and I was like, it'll be a shorter one, too. It'll be like, I don't know, like 30, 45 minutes, something like that. I thought I'd be home by
0: 9.30. I swear to God. I
1: told you it wouldn't. All right. uh, We're going to wrap this up. You guys, thank you so much. Uh, Oh, Muhammad, anything else? No, I'm good. Okay, cool. Uh, This has been My High School iPod, and it's your High School iPod, too. Uh, Leave us a review. Tell some friends about us. Uh, This isn't the format. If this is the first episode you're hearing, uh, this isn't what it's always like. Go back Uh, to
0: episode three.
1: Yeah, start with episode three three um, and work your way forward. You Uh, you can go out of order, too. There's no ongoing uh, narrative. Yeah, Uh, You might
2: kind of miss out on the narrative of Miley News, but besides that...
1: Yeah, that's fine. The only narrative is uh, two guys making a thing that they don't know how to make. We're doing it, baby. And hey, isn't that fun? Um, Until next time, this is Jay Howell from Muhammad T. Joma and Justin Green uh, saying... Uh, You guys are wonderful. And put your iPods on shuffle and and change the world. I got to say it this time. Thanks.